Welcome to Watch What Crappens, a podcast about all that crap on Bravo that we just love to talk about. I'm Ben Mandelker, and joining me today, or should I say, aujourd'hui, is Mr. Ronnie Karam. Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Well, hello, Ben. Bonjour. How are you, Ben? Bonjour, Ben. Bonjour. Uh, hi. Welcome. It's Real Girlfriends in Paris Day, which is becoming one of my favorite days because I just, I just love this stupid show. How are you doing today, Ronnie? I'm great. I'm loving this show, too. And, you know, one of the things you look for in these shows is for people to start to lose the nice. Because, you know, we know this is just like a new group of people that was kind of thrown together from Craigslist auditions or wherever they came from. And to sometimes it takes a while for them to really start get offend, getting offended and showing their true signs. But not this show. This show's right here. And today, it's Casey. I know. I knew. I knew, knew it was going to happen. Whenever somebody pretends, they're like, the nicest person. And I love Nintendo Switch. I'm like, ooh, wait for the breakdown. It's going to be big. Yeah. When I watched this episode, I totally thought of you because you called it. You're like that crinkle nose. And you were right. By the end of the episode, I was like, <laughs> Casey, I was rooting for you. And now, like, you're at the bottom of the list. Well, actually, no. Victoria's at the bottom of the list. Victoria to me is victoria like her turn as the villain was so great last week last week's episode was so so good i've been telling everyone about it but before we go any further let me just remind everyone that um if you are a one of the 30 million people who's been watching house of the dragon every week we do do a house of the dragon recap on winter is crappening um we our recaps are released on the winter is crappening feed um, on Mondays, and then we release the same episode here on Watch What Crappens on Tuesdays. But if you want early access, go subscribe to Winter is Crappening on whatever platform you use, whether it's Stitcher or Apple, whatever. Um, also, come join us on Patreon. We uh, we always have lots of extra content there for the full Crappens experience. We got bonus episodes, Discord server. We have video content. So go over to patreon.com slash watch what crappens. And lastly, on Mondays, we do Take a Seat, which is a live audio show on spotify live where we talk about pretty much like gossip in the bravo world and uh, we'll talk and then you guys can call in and then we talk with you and there's a whole it's a whole big social fun thing we have a lot of fun doing that so check that out on mondays at seven on the west coast and 10 on the east coast i don't know what time it comes on in paris time because i didn't put that effort into it but i think about nine hours after whatever 7 p.m. is plus nine hours. That's when you can listen to it in Paris. That was my transition to get back into the recap. Whew. Well, congrats. Thank you. Here we are with real girlfriends of Paris. So you were saying that she's moved to the bottom of your list with Victoria. That's moved them to the top of my list. I mean, now those <laughs> really? are some camp films with that. Yes, Victoria and Casey. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's important. It's an important well, part of the show, conflict, especially in 
Casey's case because it's a conflict with herself, you know, and I love that. I love when someone is just so mad at themselves so they take it out on everybody else. You know, I relate. And so I love it, especially when they're wearing really stupid glasses. <laughs> well, Victoria, I, I, you make a good point because a lot of times the people who are at the bottom of the list are usually my favorites. I, I have to say Victoria is my favorite storyline to follow because I'm just like obsessed with the low functioning Chloe Collette, you know, I, I, that's, 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 that's really, that's big for me. But in terms of like, I don't know, likability, I'm like, ugh, I'm like mad at them right now. Um, the, uh, we get the previous leads and we, um, <laughs> previous leads on Real Girlfriends in Paris, we get to relive the wine splash, which really was like, honestly, one of the best moments of the year for me. It was so amazing. And just seeing that wine splash on Yolan's face and again, him going for that, like licking the few drops falling off his nose. <laughs> I like, it's just so good. It was such a great moment for all of us. Well, for me, my big thing was, did we talk about how small the bowling balls are in, in Paris? I mean, what the hell? What are you bowling with, like, children? What? A, those aren't even children's bowling balls. I grew up in a bowling alley. Well, what balls are those? Are they baseballs? What well, are they? I just have to assume that everywhere around the world, that's the size of bowling balls. But in America, our bowling balls are just big and fat. So. Yeah, we're like, yeah, bowling balls. We're going to have the biggest bowling balls in the world. Our bowling balls have been <laughs> apparently eating microwavable food with pro microwavable processed food, according to Marco. Our balls are the best in Texas. I think Margo is my favorite because I find her to be fascinating. <laughs> I like the fact that she got out of her apartment this week was like a, a big triumph. You know, <laughs> you know. I think she's it was. Like, <laughs> and then she shows up and she's like, "Not good enough for me." I'm like, "Not good enough for you. You smell like dog pee from your couch. Get over yourself." <laughs> Fucking kidding me? Exactly. Uh, so anyway. So we open up, and this scene, the way we open up the episode, I'm just dying of laughter. Victoria's in her apartment. She's smoking a cigarette, because you know France. And she's, like, very sad, because she had this fight with her best friend slash employee that was massively unprofessional. And she's crying. So she pulls out this big-ass iPad. <laughs> I mean, she might as well pull out, like a like, a flat screen TV and put it on its side. And she starts to FaceTime her coworkers, Lara and Maja, who I believe are mother and daughter. So she, she FaceTimes them to tell them what happened. And she goes, Lara. <laughs> and she starts sobbing to them. Of course. She starts sobbing and she's, she's doing that um, smoking, like somebody who doesn't know how to smoke, where they take a little bit in and they go, oh. you see their mouth kind of puff out. And then she blows it out. It's like a little kid learning how to smoke. <laughs> yeah. So she's like, <laughs> and Laura's like, um, are you laughing or crying? And she goes, it went really bad. I mean, I lost my shit like a psycho bitch. And like that tornado inside of me that I like thought I had under control. Like, I just wanted to teach him what a good friend is. <laughs> and then, you know, Laura and Maja were like, you know, if she were a real friend, French girl, she would just smoke cigarette and just stare out the window properly. No, not these tears and crying. Right. I feel like in France, you need to learn how to cry internally. Yeah. I feel like the tear ducts are inverted. So when you cry, you your cheeks might puff up a little bit because there's like water gathering inside of them. They're, those are internal ducts, man. Madra's like, okay, we need to fix this situation. Okay. First of all, put black and white filter on your FaceTime. Second of all, I call accordion player. Okay. Go over to Victoria's house and help her out a little bit. 
Yeah. It's a sad accordion and playing in the background. And she's like, stop! You have to stop trying to be a good friend. He went to see your boss, Ginny, the girl that can actually fire you to communicate how happy he was about you. And he called everyone in the company about how crazy you are. I, I, you gotta love the guy's gumption. You you I mean, is, yes, and just that he took the time to call everybody. He's just like going on his cracked-ass phone. He's got like a little bloody <laughs> index finger for trying to swipe through well, he did promise you are done in Paris. You are done in Paris. Sorry, I'm You will not believe what she did to me with potato. They're like, with frites? No! Yes, the palm frites. It was bad enough with the vine, but the palm frites. I'm doing like a German accent. So Victoria's like, I feel guilty. I shouldn't have done half the things I did. He knew exactly what would provoke me and he did it. He did it on purpose. I was just trying to be a good person. Like, oh yeah, yeah. You were, <laughs> like, you, so were you were a great person in that. And he was not provoking you until he said that thing when you actually threw the drink and fries. But you were yelling and screaming before that. And you can't tell me that that guy has been anything other than that guy the whole time that you've known him. That's true. Like, Yoan has never just shown up and been like, oh, really? Why don't you tell me about your feelings about me? And I'll just not say anything about it. I felt like he was very calm and collected during all of that. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the, the thing is that, well, he kept on, like, smirking and laughing to the point where I was like, is this... Are you like, is this all staged? But I think it was actually real. Um, but uh, but but she I mean, she's acting like I just want to be a good person. I'm like, well, how about you try being a good employer first and have this meeting in the office the way you should have had it. And you don't start talking about how he's been a bad friend to you. You just focus on the professional shortcomings he's been having. Right. And so Laura's like, well, this isn't... Te- no, no, Laura's the daughter. She's like, this isn't teaching you more about Yoan. It's teaching you more about you. And yeah. you suck. He's the being super manipulative. The unspoken part is, and you suck at this. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> he's being super manipulative, and he's strategizing on how to, like, backstab you, and that's, like, unacceptable. <laughs> and Victoria's just, like, sniffing her cigarette, like... <laughs> The fact that she said, I was just trying to be a good person. I mean, it was just, uh, it was like, it was exactly the sort of, you know, breakdown you'd expect. Like, you know, like, (laughs) it was just so, it was so, it was such a deeply unprofessional moment on top of an already deeply unprofessional (laughs) moment, but also so like. It, it was ju- it was perfect. It and was then perfect. she hangs up and drops the face and lights another cigarette to show us how stressed she is badly. And then she's sitting next to this tiny little teddy bear on the couch. I mean, seriously, what's going to happen when you finally get rid of that damn teddy bear? And some baby is stuck with that secondhand smoke teddy bear. They're like, why is our baby? Why is our baby's first words coming out like Jodie Foster? <laughs> So then we go to Aja and Margot. Margot has made it out of the apartment. Um, they're going to a place called Caviara. And Aja's like, oh, my God, look at all this food. I want to put that in my mouth right now because I love giving blowjobs. I love sex. Oh, <laughs> uh, And the look at Paris. Look at the people of Paris. Look at Parisian pedestrians. They showed a guy going up the stairs with a blown out umbrella. And I yes. thought that was so funny. <laughs> I, so like I was like that, too. Are they is he actually doing it right? Because this show's like, you're stupid. You've been using umbrellas wrong the entire time. I know. I was like, haha, you're inelegant and not French anymore. 
So they're trying to think, find things in this store that have vibes for a housewarming. And um, Margot's like, um, yeah, I think we're going to need some. Foie gras. Yes. He's like, all right, I all know. right. Listen, okay, I, will, right. I will give her a foie gras. But what was weird is that when she said blinis, she was like, I'm like, wait a second. I don't think blinis is a French word. Okay. That deserves a Russian accent, man. I think. I don't know. So, and the guy's like, would you like to try some uh, something with marmalade on it? And she's like, um, is there cinnamon in it? Oh, my God. I told you there was going to be cinnamon. Yeah, we'll get this. We'll get the Christmas marmalade. Thank you. So then I just like, she's like, the biggest difference in food culture in America and France, Americans are just like about getting as much money as possible out of their customers. But in France, it's about the food and savoring the moment. I'm like, well, as far as I can tell, that guy just upsold you on the Christmas marmalade. So. <laughs> He's like, would you like these marmalade a super sized? <laughs> would you like a Diet Coke with this marmalade? <laughs> uh, apple pie or apple slices or salad or french fries with this marmalade. <laughs> Yes. So he's like, uh, foie gras with caviar on the side. And I'll just like, oh my God, this is worth it. It's the caviar and the foie in one. Ew. <laughs> Fish, eggs, and duck liver. Delicious. I trust mm. it. I, I personally am ready for it. Like, let me tell you something. As much as I make fun of really anything happening on this show, I literally want to be each and every one of these girls. I want to be doing their life. Like, I want to be with them. So then Margot. These Mar- are like Emperor's New Clothes food to me, where everyone's like, oh, my God. So basically, this guy, like, shoved food down a goose's neck. With his fist until the goose died, and then we cooked its liver. And people, and it's delicious. It's really expensive. And everyone's like, oh my God, that is so good. Well, whatever. Enjoy the shit that you, that you put into the ground and had a, had an, and covered with more animal shit. And then it grew up and made a leaf and you ate that. See, it all sounds gross if you think about it. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> Vegetables are grown out of shit. But what is what is corn syrup grown out of? No one really knows. I mean, we say corn, but is it really? Well, that's a good segue into talking about what Margot misses about American food. She's like, I miss junk food and microwavable foods. I just I love anything that's microwavable because it cooks so fast. You don't have time to bail out halfway through, you know, and anything with artificial <laughs> coloring, anything that's processed. I love I miss artificial coloring. It's so funny. <laughs> It is a very specific thing. I hadn't had Cheetos in a long time, so I bought like the HEB brand. Like, they're neon. I mean, your fingers are covered. What is this on my finger? This neon. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, does this burn, or does it? Is it just that it looks like kind of nuclear waste that it's burning? But I'm with you, girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, um, then Margot's like, oh, um, what's new with your? The guy you went bowling with, who's German and wh- whoever he is, what's new with him? And I'm just like, it's good. I mean, like, I mean, like, I work New York, New York hours, and he's a bartender. So, like, we basically see each other from like 2 a.m. to like 12 p.m. So, like, we're sleeping half the time. And did you want to hear the full story? You look like you already are zoned out. Yeah, I don't, I don't do full things. And uh, yeah, I didn't really. Yeah, I wasn't I, really asking for that. I was just asking <laughs> so I could say, oh yeah, Victoria's neighbor Gabriel is said. Wait, I'm sorry. Victoria's neighbor is setting me up with an Italian guy, and I'm like trying not to get too excited. Really? Could you try to get excited? Actually, could we go the other way? Let's go the other way down that road. Let's just try it. Uh, so she's like, "Yeah, I got out of a two-year relationship, 
a year and a half ago. It was actually supposed to be a four-year relationship. And now, you know, I'm ready to rumble <laughs> and I'm single and ready to mingle. Yeah, it was really supposed to be a four-year relationship that I got out of 12 months ago, but... <laughs> <laughs> so they're like what's play what game should we have for the housewarming party um, in my mind by the way i'm like who, does anyone have a new place that needs to be housewarmed because i don't i don't know so then i just like we should play pin play let's play pin the wiener on chris evans and, you know marco's <laughs> like i don't get it and she goes chris evans she goes no no the other one we like who do we like tom hardy she's like yeah i love tom hardy and they're like ah! <laughs> Tom Hardy. And they leave and it just closes up on the shop owner guy. He's like, oh God, extra 99 cents. Stupid Americans. <laughs> I know. Uh, they fell for old <laughs> Christmas marmalade ploy. He like pulls out a good jar of smuckers. <laughs> it smells like orange marmalade. <laughs> he goes and puts another check on the board. Like, sold another one in the marmalade contest at work. Stupid girls buying Christmas marmalade on... <laughs> March 5th. <laughs> so then we go to the cops on horses. Oh, simpler times. Am I right? And it's Anya and Mathieu walking together. And she's like, oh, my God, I am so excited for you to meet my friends. You're really going to love my friends. This is going to be so amazing. And she looks really nervous. And we yeah. find out why. Yeah, because she goes and she meets up with Kristen and Fred, uh, who are the owners of, like, a chateau in the south of France. And she, by the way, uh, two things I want to mention here first uh anya is wearing a brooch but the brooch is a fried egg <laughs> which i really really liked and the second thing is i don't think we've actually mentioned this i think we keep forgetting and if we did mention it, i apologize for bringing it up again that in her confessionals she's wearing an areola shirt have we talked about this yet well we did in the preview video that we did but yeah Got she's it. wearing like a little booby shirt so there's yeah, boobies on very the funny. so uh so we give two thumbs i'm giving two thumbs up to anya's um her clothes, her sartorial humor. So anyway, so she is Anya's pitch still pitching this thing of uh, like Firestone events where you go to a place and everything you go get everything there is for sale, including the house, which. Okay, good, good luck. Good luck with this. <laughs> you idea. go somewhere where everything is for sale. They have art. They have jewels. They have um, food. I'm like Marshall's. <laughs> We no, it's that. called Le Marchal in France. <laughs> <laughs> so they meet these friends, and um, she also gives tours at the Louvre. I don't know if you mentioned that, but yeah. she's like my other friend who gives tours at the Louvre. <laughs> so they have this meeting, and she's like, oh, my God, Kristen, hi. And Kristen's like, oh, I brought a bag. I'm about to Mary Poppins the bottles. Hold on. Mary Poppins, get it? I'm like, fly on an umbrella. Do something. Do <laughs> drinking wine at a restaurant does not make you Mary Poppins. Okay, Kristen. That's, you're already I mean, pushing me, all right? <laughs> so Anya's like, she's like, well, I would like to talk to you about my business because my idea is for a business that's aimed at sophisticated, high net worth grown-ups who are interested in culture and art. Like, just say it, rich people, okay? So she's like, okay, so here is the plan. We will gather people together, we'll have dinners, and we will have earrings out there, but we'll pair the champagne with earrings. They'll want to buy earrings, but they'll also want to buy champagne. And they'll say, what could I wear with my champagne? It'll be earrings. And what they'll say, what could I drink with my earrings? It'll be champagne. It'll all work, and if they want to buy a suit, they can buy a suit too. And Kristen and Fred are like, uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> we know like, you yeah, want something Well, I for got us. this idea Must. because at the Louvre, we had this dinner in front of the Mona Lisa. And it's really hard to cook for a woman who never really fully smiles. <laughs> and it keeps everyone on their toes. We all felt very fat and judged the whole time. And that gave me the idea to start this business. <laughs> So the original idea was, how do you live with art? Oh, that's a good idea. I just came up with about my good idea. So anyway, I'm very interested in this. Should we shake on it? Done deal? <laughs> Fred goes, uh, no, not yet. Um, I still don't really understand how we could. Fr- I don't know what this is. I don't know what's going yeah, on. And Matthew's kind of pulling his hair because he's like, oh, he's got this smile. Like, look at us doing business, business. Oh, I can't wait to whip out the watch from my pocket. Commercials. Here comes one right now. And Fred's like, no, fuck no. Uh, Fred's like, oh, I was told I was come here to put the bottle of wine on television. So are we going to do more of this? He's like, uh, like, no, but I like it. I mean, if, you know, if they like the wine, I mean, this could lead to a new business for you, like a new business opportunity. Like wine, <laughs> which I already have business. <laughs> I know. So you're saying you, lady with no experience and watch watch repair boyfriend, are going to be the one that's going to make us break through? Did I remind you we already have a chateau? And she's like, <laughs> she's like she's um, <laughs> she's, the um, minute well, they get uh, it, he, I know my life will change. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he goes. Like, oh yes, we only deal with professionals, <laughs> but it sounds like an opportunity. Dot dot dot. Oh, I actually haven't heard that French word. No, no. Dot dot dot. As in, please stop talking because I don't know how to finish <laughs> this sentence any more uncomfortably. <sighs> Anya's like, I can't believe my friendship with someone who also gives tours at the Louvre has not paid off. <laughs> it's like, well, it's I don't almost know like <laughs> we didn't taste the same pork loin in front of the Mona Lisa. She's treating me like I only do work at the Musée d'Orsay, but I'm in the Louvre too. So um, anyway, yeah, basically Kristen's like, yeah, so, you know, just send me a document. Uh, yeah, no, she's amazing. And you, uh, she's uh, American. She's the American yeah, wife. Because right. she's like, oh, look at us. We're both Americans. And you, she's so fake. And you can tell that she's American too. Well, besides her accent. But Anya's like, yeah, well, I'm putting things together. And I mean, I can find a brand that makes the most sense for your story. And this is going to be great, right? And Kristen goes, yeah, sounds amazing. We can figure that out. Yeah. We can. Oh, no, sounds she, amazing. She goes, we can try to figure that out. Yeah, we can try to figure that out. What works? Yeah. Just we'll try a smile it. plastered on her face. Like one of the moms just told her she was going to have to do carpool that day because the other mom has a business. And she's like, great, no problem. And then slams the car door and it's like, that woman's a bitch. And I'm sorry you had to hear me cuss, but fuck it, it's true. <laughs> now get me a chocolate croissant now before we go back to our chateau. <laughs> So So Casey's in bed and suffering from that problem we all suffer from where your phone is vibrating, but you can't find your phone because you didn't even have the energy to put it under the proper pillow before you fell asleep. (laughs) Yeah, her place is even more of a mess than it was the last time we saw it. It's it's just going downhill and she can't find the phone. And then uh, it's actually just Anya asking like checking in about like hey are we meeting up today how's your visa going and casey goes she's like i'm pretty busy today can we meet up tomorrow um which everyone knows is a lie because she's been pretty uh vocal about not having a job <laughs> so she just oh she's got like 10 jobs yeah she's but the one that's like teaching and tutoring she's doing the tutoring where you play nintendo switch instead of 
teetering. Yeah. <laughs> it's very serious, man. Okay. You're right. You're right. So then, um, so then, uh, Aja is, she is in bed and she's FaceTiming a guy named Mike who's in New York. He's like, Hey you, I'm going to go get some coffee. And she's like, Oh, I missed New York. You know, we don't have coffee here. Basically they just melt cheese. It's, it's, (laughs) you drink queso here. There's no coffee in France, (laughs) but you know, uh, I'm still working, but I'm trying to find something else to do. Cause like my company wants me back, but like, I'm not going back to an office in Long Island. And I was like, yeah, girl, I don't, I don't blame you. Yeah. I think that whole Paris, like that, like that pivot from Paris to like Syosset is, is a hard one. So I, I support her on this. <laughs> that is. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, companies like mine will pay more in America than they do in France. Uh, so like getting a job in Paris isn't really my goal unless job is a new word for do it. Yeah. <laughs> to America. I'm a French bitch now. So then, uh, Emily, Emily with a crazy uh, mouth movement is like, Hi, I'm at the office. And it's like she saunters into the office and like looks at herself in a mirror as she walks into the office. And she's like, Oh, sorry, I'm a little late today. Wow, good job, new intern. I know, that's what I was Super thinking. serious about moving up in the world. Intern who was just gifted this job that she didn't even really understand or know or whatever. <laughs> Sonia Raquel. So then um, there's- she's working with a lady named Lola and she goes, oh, actually, I was waiting for you. So she's like, yeah, thanks. Like, it's not a compliment, Emily. Lola is the lead intern. And I just love also that Lola is forced to speak broken English, but Emily can't be bothered to actually learn and speak the, the language of the country she's in. So Lola's like, uh, there's a big uh, uh, e-commerce photo shoot. Um, we have to look over looks and tell models what they have to wear and, uh, double check prices in box. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. <laughs> I came to Paris with the ultimate goal to bring my mom's business here. And now I find myself in fashion. <laughs> e-commerce, e-commerce. So that stands for electricity. We're going to have electric clothes. We should have blouses that you can read texts on. I love that this was Emily's real like she's finally revealed the true goal is to like set up a satellite shop of Gina's interiors on the Champs Elysees <laughs> like like that's just what she's gonna do yeah and so she goes yeah well I haven't really studied fashion and then Lola goes oh well what do you want to do here she goes I have no idea babe so like I don't know that's why I'm here. Do you think Paris would be open to my mom having like a calico fabric store here? What do you think? You know, Lola had to go through like four months of like hit jobs. Yes. You know, or like cleaning toilets or something to get this. And this girl's just <laughs> waltzing in there like, what even is this? Oh my God, Elmo Commerce. Yeah, I love Elmo. He's big in America. This could work. Do you think Sonia Raquel would be open to my mom having just like a desk here so she could do her interior design here? What do you think? <laughs> Should I ask Sonia herself? How, what, what do you think about just sending models down wearing throw pillows on their head? Hey, is Sonia Raquel interested in just buying my mom's business? And that way it's just like automatic? I've come up with a new fabric for the models. Flooring. <laughs> what if we rename this Lucite? Hey, what if Sonia Raquel renames her business Gina's Interiors? What do you think? <laughs> So, so, um, 
Emily's like, oh my God, because she's like, okay, these are hangers. These are what clothes go on. She's like, oh my God, the more I learn from you guys, the more I want to do fashion. Hey, this sweater is so cozy. And then she starts touching all the clothes. She's like, oh my God, I love this one. It's not your clothes. Get your fucking hands off the product. Wait, hey, do you think? Do you think this blouse would look good as wallpaper? I just see so many possibilities. It's like I'm doing wall fashion. Uh, I was in the fashion industry. I used to work at a button factory. So that's my first job in New York. So I pretty much know. Okay. Uh, so I just like the idea of Emily just walking down and saying, Hey! <laughs> Starting every century. Hey, I've got an idea. Why don't we incorporate more buttons in wallpaper? Right? I love fashion. <laughs> so now it's Victoria. She's like coming up the street and she's going to have a meeting with Jenny. So she's like, I'm, re- beam. I'm really nervous to have to talk with Jenny because like Jenny is like the sweetest, nicest, most giving, kindest person I've ever met. But the moment you disrespect her... Snot pretty. Yeah, I'm like so serious about showing Jenny how upset I am that I even drew like little teardrops coming out of my navel. Okay, like it's just like that serious. So I had them on my eye, but Gabriel told me that was for murder. So <laughs> I re I moved them. Ding dong. And so Jenny opens the door, and they both They're get so American high. girl with each other. They're like. I'm so glad you're able to come back to Paris so fast, babe. And Jenny's like, we have so much to go over. <laughs> okay, um, I'm barely holding on to my sanity right now, thinking about how I had to fly back from the first date I've had in five years because you created a <laughs> PR disaster for me. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not in a great place, but we're gonna get through this. I'm sure. I'm sure I will. Did you notice that right after they're like, oh my god, catching up, we're gonna catch up. They both at the exact same time go, huh. <laughs> like this tandem <laughs> sigh. So Victoria's like, yeah, I'm a little stressed, but I know I got this. And Jenny's like, I know. So you want to take your coat off? Yeah, you want to take your coat off? Or should I maybe put that on in case you throw anything at my face? I don't know. What do you want to do, Victoria? <laughs> Like, we just need to get to it, Victoria. Like, I'm really, really stressed. You know, it was really humiliating for me to hear about this happening. I was really, really upset because you are compromising my company that I worked very hard to get. I sacrificed financially. I sacrificed everything I was going to have by the time I was 41. No kids, no husband. Oh, wait, hold on. I was going to finish this, but my ovary just fell out on the floor. Let me pick that back up. Um, I really have nothing that a woman should have, basically for you. So Yeah, I put all my faith in you, and all of that went out the window at the moment you couldn't handle your emotions. And I can see that you're trying to come up with some joke about Margot's groceries out the window. And I just don't want you to go there, Victoria, right now. This is a serious moment. And Victoria goes, this is not an excuse. 
babe, but I had nothing but good intentions. I was putting in all the effort for it not to turn out that way. Okay, I had no idea that I would ever see this, and I'm not blaming him for my actions, babe, but I was not expecting to see that side of him, babe, and I tried to approach it the best way possible. I found an old trapper keeper and wrote in big font, like, you're a bad friend, you're mean, me no like you no more, okay? I tried everything. It's in a notebook, so I was serious, okay? I even used a calligraphy pencil, (laughs) even though I don't know how to calligraphy, okay? (sighs) What side of him did you think you were going to see? There's one side, okay? I don't think there's like 90 sides of Yoan, okay? You saw Yoan. I don't think anybody who watched that was like, oh my god, Yoan wouldn't act like that. Of course he did. So um, she's like, I'm trying the best way possible, but like, and Jen goes, yeah, I'm tired of hearing the details, honestly. (laughs) The fact is, you guys got in a major altercation in public in Paris. I mean, we're already getting recognized because we're like this American company in Paris for the first time. It's like, oh my God. Guess what they have in Paris? Thin women in ballet clothes, Jenny. (laughs) My God, get out of your own ass. Listen, it's bad enough I have some woman named Gina trying to get her daughter Emily to have an internship at my company. Now I've got to deal with this, okay? Like, is it worth me risking the face of my company? This is the real deal. I have a lot of money going into this project. And this event, whatever this event is, it is critical. Do you know how much money I could have spent on children? (laughs) I wasn't using it for this business. I could have bought like 19 children. So you did this to me. I could have already had a a family medical situation where I had to go back to the country town I lived in and then fall in love with the guy from my high school and realize that big city life is not for me. And what I really need to do as a woman is live at home on a farm while he repairs cars. And we could have had kids. I could have done that. And I chose not to. Oh my god, I'm sorry, I'm going off the rails. I just wish that I had spent some of that money on a waiter to bring me a cup of estrogen. That's really all I need <laughs> right right now. So Jen's like, uh, so Victoria says, Oh my god, babe, the last thing I want to do is sabotage anything to do with Chloe Colette. She goes, just know that if anything like this, like this happens again... There is no way I can keep you in company, no matter how good your basic black stretchy ballet skirt looks. And of course, I'm not talking about you throwing wine in Yoan's face. I'm talking about the fact that you ordered fries in public. What were you thinking? (laughs) So she's like, you're going to apologize or you're out. So then we get Margot cam. Oh my God. So Margot's doing a cam and she's like... I'm getting ready for this double date with Alberto, which is my blind setup. And like, look at me, like, I'm super and goofy and awkward. I really am. I'm like nervous. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Hold on one second. (laughs) I love that they're telling her. To try and do this nice, light, giggly, fun, girly scene. And she's just like. I'm, like, really fun and nervous and giggly. I'm so awkward. <laughs> like the awkwardest... I'm so goofy. Look at me. Look at me just being goofy sitting in my dog's pee. So... <laughs> goofy Margot. Good Margot. She's just a, a regular Amy Adams there. So... How do you open windows? Am I right? 
to be fair, I don't think Margot understands refrigerators because she's having a lot of issues with them that continued this episode later. So, uh, so she goes to an ice rink and she's like, I just want to put myself out there more. I'm such a ho- hopeless romantic. Hold on one second. I still got a little more in there. <laughs> Sorry. Does anyone have a tissue? No? Okay. So, oh, no, 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 no. It's her song. And she's like, yeah, like, I'm a hopeless romantic, and I want to find love. I just, like, I don't have, like, a timeline for love, but, like, I'm going to, like, freak the fuck out if I'm if I'm still single when I'm 30. <laughs> well, I'll start freaking the fuck out, and then I'll probably just give up on it. I'm going to get halfway through freaking the fuck out if I'm still <laughs> single when I'm 30. So Victoria arrives with her neighbor Gabriel and the Italian guy Alberto who has like a full caveman beard as in like the beard starts at his eyeballs and goes all the way down his cheeks like he hasn't like tamed it in any way. And- He's so cute I think. Mm. And Victoria's like She's like, I'm hoping Margo and Alberto will have a vibe because that's all I want is to have just, I just want to be a good person. And I feel like they're both chill people. And Margo's been complaining about cobwebs down there. And I'm just like trying to help out, babe. Yeah, I'm going to really help her out. I got her like a semi attractive guy and I'm going to face away from him the whole time so he can't really see my face. <laughs> so then they all, the four of them gather to put on the, their, um, their ice skates and Margaret goes wait these are wet these laces are wet (laughs) (laughs) it's like someone was using them on a surface that might actually become wet (laughs) so then they go skating and Alberto just keeps falling down I think he's so cute you know it's like look at me trying and he just falls over and over again and Margo's like his skills are not good I mean it's almost like he hasn't taken ice skating class since he was three years old it's crazy I love this like privilege of being like I can't believe I know someone who doesn't know how to ice skate I know she just turned off that he failed out of the gate like you didn't even get to halfway through and then fail like you just immediately failed (laughs) so she's like talking about um being raised in new york and he's like oh so what are you doing here and she's like i'm trying to figure out my shit like i'm a little all over the place with work i'm like in my exploring phase i'm like all over the place with work you haven't even gotten out of the place to get to the to the work (laughs) you know yeah i'm in my exploring phase right now i'm trying to figure out like how windows work (laughs) and um She's like, yeah, like he's nice and he has a great structure. I just want to restyle him so bad. Could you say that when you're not wearing a giant pink feathered <laughs> top in your confessional? Like, who are you? I love, yeah, she's like, the Sherling hoodie situation was like so, so, so bad. And like, but that's just like my styling brand. I would have done very minimalist, like a little chicer. You know, I would have done a good job, but. Gosh, I really still, still don't know what I want to do with my life. Anyway. <laughs> it's like, be a stylist. What I really love doing is styling people. God, I wish I knew what to do for a living. <laughs> I know. I know. I'll create an agency with no experience. <laughs> for stylists. <laughs> I mean, crazy. For stylists. That way I can, that way I can be near styling people. <laughs> right. So then they're all eating on the steps. They're all having like... I don't know, I was going to say ice cream, but it's actually like a, some kind of bread, which, you know, I hope it was a croissant. And they're doing like, let's do, let's do like cheers with our croissant. That's amazing. So 
Victoria. So everything Gabriel's told me that it was like that like Gabriel's an extreme foodie. So like I came home the other wait guys, listen to this story. I came home the other day and he was like, Oh my god, do you want risotto? Because my friend Gabriel, I mean, what's his name? My friend Alberto is like making risotto. And it was like the best risotto I've ever had in my life. Like <laughs> Seriously. And Alberto. I was like, is this rice? And is Al- this risotto? And they were like, no, it's risotto. And I was like, dead. I, I was like, like, died right then. Babe. And Alberto, once again, I'm so sorry for throwing that in your face. I was like really trying to be a good person and be there for the risotto. But like, I don't know, when you brought up that it was carbs, it was like a lot. But like, babe, it was so good before then. And Alberta's like, yeah, so whenever you want to cook, I will cook. And she goes, um, I'll let you know. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. You know? Like, all she had to hear was risotto, and she was done. She's like, trash. <laughs> I know. She's like, is that microwavable? No, it's fresh. Okay. <laughs> Don't call me. I'll call you. Commercials. Here comes one right now. So she says, Oh my God, like you're the prize here. Are you kidding? This handsome man who ice skates, even though he doesn't know how, and offers to make you risotto after buying you a croissant. And you're like, I don't know how to open a window. (laughs) I don't know. I I wasn't totally overwhelmed with Alberto, but I thought the risotto was attractive. I was like, well, if he's going to make you risotto, that's a pretty good one. So, um, uh, so, so Margo's like, yeah, he's sweet, but I'm not feeling that chemistry. Like my vagina isn't dancing, you know? Cause like, you know, when you see a guy and you get that feeling and then your vagina starts dancing, my wasn't dancing. Yeah. That's what vaginas dancing means. It's like this feeling like you get a spark and it like shoots down to your vagina. <laughs> oh, okay. Margo, I think we got it. But thanks. <laughs> So then this teenager sees them with camera crew and he's like, oh, hello. Like he comes up and he comes right up to Victoria, of course. And Margo's like, oh, my God, he's like 15. God, Victoria gets all the men, all age ranges. So he comes up and he's like, ah, phone number. And she's like, um, how about Instagram? <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, okay. And then he like turns to Gabriel and goes, oh, is she your girlfriend? I'm so sorry. And, he, and Gabriel's like, no, no, it's good. It's good. This is my neighbor. Isn't that hilarious? And then she tells us, French men are always doing the most to get your attention. And like, this kid is going to have so much game when he's older because like points to Gabriel for like how he's even handling this. Like, it's so crazy. And then she says, I mean, he definitely has some balls. Like he is gutsy as fuck. Like he's sees us sitting two and two and with a guy twice his age (laughs) you guys i'm like this is how i am i've learned i'm not like i don't see men or women or boys or girls i see followers wow steep (laughs) meanwhile watch like some like hot young girl walk up to gabriel now and be like hi excuse me you're so like attractive do you mind if like i just get your number you know what get out of your bitch you don't know if he's not my boyfriend or not get out of here come on get out the girl goes home like wearing french fries so we go to a photo shoot that emily is working at and she's over she's looking over the shoulder at the preview pictures you know as they scroll up on the computer screen and she's like oh my god you know what it should be like tucked in it should be like tucked into parquet wait wait hey i have an idea can we put like travertine on her what do you guys think 
And she tells us, at this photo shoot, I feel, like, super shocked at, like, how my advice or opinion, like, it's going over. Like, it, like, has a lot of weight. You know what? I like that angle better. And she's like, okay. And she, oh, my God. I just, like, changed everything. I can't wait for that Sonia Raquel X Emily from Girlfriends in Paris collab that's going to hit the runways this fall. <laughs> Layla's the new creative director, and she's like so inspiring. She's like worked at Balenciaga <laughs> and like other amazing houses, not in houses. I mean, I've kind of. That's my in mom. My mom yeah, is kind of like mom. the Sonia Raquel of Joanne's Fabrics, you know? So then, yeah. like, uh, then there's like and a she goes into the dressing. So I have to say this part because I loved it. She goes into the dressing room with, I guess, a photographer, and she's like, "So, which look are we doing next? Oh, I see. So you you put them in a different order. Okay, okay, okay. That's okay. Okay, shut up. Like you memorized the order of all these racks. Give me a break. I know. She's like, Fashionable is a broad term. Like, everyone has their own definition of what is fashionable and, like, what is not. Like, I would like to think I'm fashionable. I just wear what makes me feel good. Just just watching French people watch this be like, not fashionable. No. <laughs> I know, I know. You guys, everybody who knows Emily knows Emily wears lipstick. So I'll, I'll say that much. That's fashionable, wearing red lipstick. <laughs> Disgusting American. It's my favorite Emily moment today. <laughs> <laughs> so Emily's like, you guys, like in this picture, I like the pony to the pointy toe because it's like cowgirly. Like people love cowgirls. Yeah. Hey, I understand exactly what's going on, and I know exactly what Leah is looking for, and I'm just like have confidence and I have opinion. Yeah. So I just like hope that this could result in a job. Like maybe there's a future in fashion with me, and you know this bitch is gonna get the job. And Lola, the head, or the head intern, is going to be out on the street again. I know. And, and uh, Layla or whoever goes, oh, this look, it's very American. She goes, yeah, basically I love fashion now. So <laughs> This can go in the microwave. So uh, <laughs> now we go to Anya's apartment. And uh, she's like setting up teacups and everything. And Casey comes over. And Anya's going to help her with this visa situation. And she's like... So, are you going to try to do the auto-entrepreneur visa? Okay, because I feel very compelled to take Casey under my wing because she's been through the... I've been through the French visa process multiple times. I did my opera visa, my my, my teaching visa, my master student visa, my uh, my fried egg broche visa, my French husband visa. That was my favorite. I'm currently on the promise to buy too much from China, uh, too much China from thrift stores for fancy teas visa. So I'm really hoping that that works out. <laughs> I knew that this was this friendship was going to start going sour because when Casey comes and she opens the door, she goes, Casey goes, oh, hi. Oh, my God. Look at you all pink today. Normally I'm pink. I was like, oh, that is that is a Bravo sign for that shit's going to go down. Throwing it down. That is like the House of the Dragons when Allison shows up in a green dress. Like, that's the version of it. <laughs> that's literally Vanderpump and Erica. Remember, like, oh, pink is my dress. Like, you don't run a color, bitch. <laughs> so Anya's like, okay, so um, did you make the business plan that we spoke about so that we can present, present that to the prefecture? And Casey's like, uh, oh, I haven't done that yet. And like, I like, I, I was like, well, what about the letters that you have the, that you're supposed to get? And oh, I didn't get the letter. I have them in my head. They're like drafted, but like in my head drafted, but not written. 
Yeah. She's like, you don't have the letters? No, but I'm drafting them. Yeah, I literally have plans to draft letters. Um, When is your appointment to go to that police station? <laughs> so he gets action Friday, and Ani's like, huh, huh, huh. So she says, you know, you have to come with 14 different papers, electricity bills, proof that you live in your apartment, a bank statement, proof of income, directions to your favorite croissant. Okay, how many times you've gone to Louvre and gone on a, a tour with me, Anya, Anya's tours? Yeah, they ask for you all of that. More, you need more papers at the prefecture than I need plates on this table right now to eat a pair with this <laughs> poor person. <laughs> so she's like, so your plan is that you're going to give all of this on Friday? And she's like, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, that's why I'm here with you. And you're going to show me what to do. And then I'm going to go home and I'm going to do it. And she goes, okay, let's go to the Visa Wizard. I was like, the Visa Wizard? You need help going to the Visa Wizard? Yeah, so they go to the Visa Wizard website. And she's like, okay, so what's what's your account? You made an account, yes? And Casey's like, huh, no. Anya's just like staring fire into the laptop. <laughs> In case he's like, let me write that down. Make a count. Um, can a four, uh, let's see, can a foreigner create an auto um, address the French consulate in your place of residence? Okay, that means you have to go back to LA. And Casey's like, ah, ah, and she puts her, like, does these ha- this hand hands. motion above her head. And she's like, what is that? She goes, huh, I'm trying to crawl out of this hole I'm in. Can you not see? Oh, my God. I'm, okay, look, I'm going to stay up, like, the next three days. I'm going to get it done. Like, that's just how I roll. But if I do have to go back to L.A., can you, like, book the ticket for me? Can you just do it for me, please? I know. <laughs> And she tells us, I'm a buzzer beater, so, like, if that's what comes from being a procrastinator, then, like, make a name tag and stick it on me. Procrastination Nation. (laughs) Anya's looking at her like, it's been lovely knowing you. I'm sure I'll see you in the United States someday. (laughs) Yeah, Anya's like, uh, they're not giving me enough free thrift store China for this. Like, I quit. (laughs) Fuck this. So now we go back. kidding me? So now we go back to Margot's apartment, and now it's the latest chapter in Margot's Refrigerator Follies. So Aja comes over, and she's like, hey, so I told my housekeeper, because I, you know, because I left all this food in my fridge, like, just throw out whatever's bad. And he misunderstood, and he threw out all the stuff we bought at Caviari. And I'm just like, Is your house cleaner, Yoan? Well, you told me to throw out the stuff that looked bad, so I did. Everything. I don't Everything like that. It looks stupid. I don't want to eat that. <laughs> Bring it out. Yo, I'm just like in a little French maid costume. <laughs> he looks like yeah, like he's in. It's a all like a fur coat with like a little apron over it. Yeah. So I just like I am devastated. That's the only reason I'm showing up. I mean, you don't have penis here, do you? Like, is there any penis in the house? No? Okay. Yeah, I'm really sad. And Margo's, Margo says, yeah, I mean, we rebought stuff, but, like, it's probably not as good. And, like, I got home yesterday after my double date because, like, you know, I don't know if I told you, but Victoria's lover, Gabriel, sent me up with this guy that he did his master's with. I'll just like, yes, I fucking know. I'll okay? just like. Wait. Our last scene was filled with the details of this shit. Okay? I'll just like, wait. Are we just going to gloss over the fact that you rebought this food? She's like, I know you just went to the local supermarket <laughs> and just got sli- frozen sliders. No, not at all. I totally did not yeah, get frozen there's sliders. No, there's no <laughs> foie gras with a goose that digested, like, you know, fresh caviar before it was slaughtered. Okay. Uh, 
So then Marco's talking about Alberto and saying how she's like, I just felt bad for him. He was like, he was very sweet. I'll give that to him. But I didn't make my vagina dance. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and, and so then they start talking about, did they have to- Do you know what vagina dancing is? That's when, like, you see a guy and then you get this feeling. And I know what vagina dancing is. All right. <laughs> I can figure okay. it out. Just I can figure it out. Okay. <laughs> Hey, maybe that'll be my job. Like, professional explainer of what vagina dancing is. No, try again. Yeah. And she's like, what is your vagina? She goes, your vagina is is a boy? Because she says, what does she say? She she says something like, um, he's not... He's not dancing. Like she sort of mixes her sentences up, and she oh, she refers right. to her it's vagina not, as a boy by accident. Yeah, it's not what makes him dance. She said, yeah. and she goes, "Oh my God, your vagina is a boy. Like, what's his name? Mine is Guadalupe." <laughs> Margaret, Margaret's like, "Well, I ha- I don't have a name because let me guess, you started thinking of it, and you gave up." Yeah. <laughs> so Margo's like, uh, th- then they're joking about that they believe that Anya probably named her vagina. And I was just like, I bet it's named like Genevieve. And Margo's like, or Hemingway. <laughs> and I was just like, Matthew's schlong is probably like Oscar Wilde or something, which is funny because I don't think she's making a gay reference on purpose. But. <laughs> <laughs> So then we go to Emily Cam, my favorite part of the show. She's like, guys, um, I don't need know if I need I don't know if you can tell, but like I'm in my closet and no comment needed. I have too much shit. So like, oh my god, I don't know what I'm gonna wear. And anybody who knows me knows I like lipstick. <laughs> yeah. I just got like all this clothing from Sonia Raquel. They're like, here, you just take it. Take it. We love your mom. You take all this clothing. And then like Lola was like, but wait, I want some. And they're like, no, Lola, you don't get any. So funny, this workplace. Yeah, it is hard to watch half the cast struggle. You know, it's like, oh, my God, I spent all of my money to get that foie gras and you don't have it and then you see this girl in her two-bedroom apartment where one bedroom is just used for racks of clothes i know know. so then everyone's getting um everyone's getting ready and uh people are arriving and margo now margo uh margo and aja are like they're in new dresses and everything and then all of a sudden margo goes (gasps) Oh my God, what's that smell? Am I burning? Am I burning bread? Am I burning bread? And she pulls out, (laughs) she has made like very sad, like little ham and cheese hors d'oeuvres that were like frozen. And she somehow managed to fuck those up. I was like, how do you fuck those up? And they're like, fall. Fucked up ham and cheese croquette. Frozen. Frozen Frozen. ham and cheese croquettes. Oh my God. And meanwhile, the, the blinis with the Christmas marmalade are in the trash and these, and the little, the little squares of bread are falling off. I was like, you can't even do that. This right. is so funny. And then it's like salmon, you know, on top of a plate of Oreos. Like there's just like <laughs> one little piece of raw salmon. <laughs> uh, so then people are arriving and they're going to be doing Secret Santa, but no one, no one seems to really know how Secret Santa works, even though it's in the name. <laughs> like all the directions are in the name. But but uh, Anya shows up and apparently everyone, no one also knows how to wrap their Christmas presents. So they had, they're having her wrap all the presents. They all made they all made Anya do it. That's funny. Yeah. She's like, well, Jews know Christmas. I mean, just like all the Jews wrote all the Christmas songs, a Jew wraps the gifts. It's very on brand. And then Victoria wraps, hi, baby. Oh my God, babe. And they walk into the living room and then we see, uh, 
We see Margot's Christmas tree, which is so Margot. It's kind of like, it's just like an assemblage of like pine branches or something with blinking lights. <laughs> it's like the equivalent of a motel that had like a vacancy sign that was flickering, you know? And Casey's like, oh my God, your place, like, it feels like so like a home. <laughs> a sad home. <laughs> so it always cracks me up when people say that you're in a house okay so then casey's like yeah i want to stay in paris and like paris is my home but like the cup is empty and it's hard to pretend that the cup is full and or even like half full because like the cup is empty and i hope you'd like that saying because i'm going to use it like 20 times in the next scene everybody so <laughs> buckle your seatbelts. well to be fair the cup is empty because victoria spilled all the contents on someone's face so then Margot is giving out uh, like Santa hats and everything. And Victoria goes, babe, oh, my God, I forgot how secret Santa works. Do we need to Google the rules? You know, Casey was like, do it for me. Do it for me. I don't want to. Do it for me, please. Please. <laughs> so Anya's like, um, the rules are different because I think this is like the first time. So like you're not supposed to tell people, but I already know whose gifts everybody got for each other so like it's so unfair already so audrey goes first wait, i just want to say wait, i just oh. want to say that Margot tries to explain the rules she goes so we're just gonna hand sporadically the gifts out and then guess i like this idea that like you sporadically give gifts out and like have a guessing moment like every 10 minutes a gift goes out i mean isn't that how it's not white elephant there's you just give gifts to people and it's a secret i think the whole thing is you're supposed to give gifts and then at the end i think you you guess who yeah it's like not it's not intricate rules you yeah know? you get a gift you guess who it's from so Ajay gets a waffle machine from victoria what? i would be offended Personally. I know, that's what I was thinking, too. Yeah, she gets... I'm surprised Victoria like if even the skinniest knew what that was. Pers- if, like, the skinny girl brings me a waffle machine, she's getting the fuck out of my house. I will keep the waffle machine. <laughs> yeah. But I'll never talk to that hooker again. And we all know it was a re-gift, right? Like, was that so blatantly a re-gift like you could see like all the fingerprints that of like of people have previously gifted it like that was so it's like crusty she's gonna open it it's gonna have like dried up batter hanging off the edges and gabriel's at home like um where's my uh Miguel? gabriel's like looking all over his apartment meanwhile poor aja i mean she has like freaking like support beams going right through her kitchen you think she has room for a waffle maker in that place (laughs) the whole thing felt passive aggressive so then um emily gets a coffee table book from Margot, which you know cheap i mean you're very rich yeah okay a coffee table book give me a coffee table how about that <laughs> emily's like i love tasha and Margot's like yeah i thought you would i was like you guys stop saying that you were the one who gave the gift like you're ruining the fun of it <laughs> So then Victoria gets a gift certificate. <laughs> I love this part. I love, go on, just say it, but it cracked me up. I love experience gifts. <laughs> Aja, babe, oh my God. this is from Aja. It is, by the way, the, the cheapest of all the gifts. It's like the lowest effort one, which was, it's a certificate for brunch for two. Can't wait to booze and bond. Because it's also kind of a passive aggressive gift, right? It's like I'm buying you a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> but also, by the way, experience gifts are like um, you, it's a shopping spree. You're going like hang gliding. You're you, you know, <laughs> it's not going going down to the corner cafe. 
So then Casey's like, oh my God, I love this bag. It's a bag. And Emily goes, it's literally a you bag because it's pink. <laughs> And then, and then the origin story of the future Anya and Casey trouble. I love that the pink just keeps coming back. So Casey pulls out a what like a nice water bottle. She goes, "Shut up! I lost my other one. Who knew?" It's like it's like yeah. Like I don't think anyone. I think it's just like you can make an educated guess that you've that she's at any given day she's lost her water bottle. And I like that everybody knew that Emily got the water bottle because it's like such an Emily thing. Merry Christmas. Uh, I think it's a water bottle. It's like, does this have your mom's lipstick on it? <laughs> it says Sonia Raquel on it. <laughs> so then um, Casey's like, there's like a nice little like note in there. So Casey's sort of like fake crying about it. And then now for Anya's gift that she's going to receive from Casey, she has to like get down on a knee and she has to like put her phone up because basically Casey's doing an elaborate Dropbox moment. And I'm just like, is this what all Gentiles do? <laughs> Anyone? She's Anyone? like, she's like knighting her, you know? Yeah. And so she gets on one knees and Casey's like, yeah, hold your phone out. And Aja goes, yeah, I just like, I want a drink. <laughs> They're like, no, hold on. So they do it. And she has bought her a ladyship, which whatever happens with Casey from now on, that's a good gift. Yeah. That's I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. She buys her like a tiny little plot of land that officially makes her a lady. I mean, that really is knowing Anya. You know, that's a good gift. I'll give her credit for that. Yeah. So, um, uh, so then, so then they sort of settle down, and Anya's like, "Okay, well, now we have to have uh, official girl talk. Is anyone going on any dates?" And like before anyone can say anything, Victoria starts like starts her spiel and she says it in a way as if they all care and you can tell no one cares. She's well, um, Amelia and I, like we're still talking and she was supposed to come here for New Year's, yeah. And unfortunately due to COVID, France had to close its borders to people and it's just like, I don't know why France had to do that. Like I'm not blaming France, but like I'm trying to be a good person and like I had good intentions in inviting her here and like I just feel like France didn't realize that. And she says, Gabriel knows about Amel. And then she tells us, I'm very open and honest. And I was like, wow, another episode just cementing your villain status. Yeah. And she's just going on and on. Like, Gabriel knows about Amel. And Amel knows about Gabriel. And they just, like, know about each other. And, like, I like being... So she's going to be able to come in January. And, like, we're just, like, so... <laughs> Everyone's just, like, passed out asleep while she's yammering yeah. on. So then um, someone asks about Casey's visa. They're like, any updates on your visa? And she's like, well, I managed to finagle my way into a prefecture appointment, but I just, I don't think it's going to work out. And she's wearing like these yellow sunglasses. And I just have to point it out because they start getting more and more wonky on her face. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if she's like getting nervous and like wiping her face, but they're like completely crooked on her face by the end of the scene. And she looks fucking deranged. <laughs> so Emily's like, well, I can tell you that I was like stressed out about it but it always works out babe and she goes no it doesn't always work out and you know what i stopped being friends with a girl who told me it was gonna all be fine so don't tell me it's all gonna be fine because i'll get upset with you and i don't want to get upset with you <laughs> do 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 sorry i forgot to turn this off so then um uh aja's like well have you like just like enrolled in the sorbonne for like a student visa Casey goes, it's too late. It's too late to enroll. They're like, 
No, you can do it literally anytime. Just take an English class and you get a student visa. <laughs> she goes, like, oh my god, I need to write that down. I need to like write that. I need to write it now. <laughs> like, huh? She's like, will you sign me up? Because I literally don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it. Like, where's the website? Like, if you just tell me the website, okay, and I'll do it right now. Just tell me the website. Will you do it? Will you go to the website and do it for me, please? Please, 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 please. Oh my god. And so Casey uh, Anya's like, well, let's not do it right now. She's like, seriously, like I need to do it now. And Mark goes, like, seriously maybe when you're stressed and like calmer like i'm so riled up right now what were we talking about and casey's glasses are completely askew now and she's like can you just do it for me just do it for me she's turning into roger rabbit she's like please eddie please she's losing it and they're like you're a grown woman you know she's like crying now and anya anya says every woman goes through this what is this, her first period? It's a signing up on a website. And everybody goes through it. Yeah. And she's and then Casey's like, well, fine. There's no options. I'm going home. And they're like, just sign up at the Sorbonne. And she goes, and Margo's, well, with this mindset, you will. I'm like, oh, all of a sudden Margo's gonna act like she's the the go-getter in this group. <laughs> yeah. And so Casey says, uh, as much as I appreciate them trying to encourage me, it's like a frustrating knowing the reality that I'll most likely have to go home half empty. The glass is half empty. That's just it. And she tells them, in my mind, the glass is half empty. And, like, I have to go home. And, like, I'm praying for a miracle that, like, a miracle would be dope. But in my head, like, yeah, I'm going home. And on the plane, I'm going to ask for a Diet Coke. And it's going to be half full. I mean, that's it. That's it. It's going to be half empty. Everyone just is like, huh. <laughs> and then the episode And ends. everyone, like, immediately hates her because this is the worst i mean this is the worst kind of friend the kind like not only being a flake but being like a website can you sign up for me yeah really like, they've all had to do it they've even emily who has really become you know emily is is like such like her whole character is that she's like this girl of privilege they've all had to do this and they're all just looking at her like are you like what is wrong with you just like and being a it. teacher like most of a lot of being a teacher is paperwork you know what I mean? It's like grading papers. And, you know, that's most of what you're going to be doing. And you can't even sign up on a website. Come on. <laughs> oh, God. It was such a, like, a hilariously pathetic display. It was so funny. But also seeing her get so, like, upset with everybody about it. I was like, yes, this is what I need in this show. Someone who's going to get mad at people for telling her everything's going to be okay. Yeah. You know? Uh, fun, fun, fun show. Yeah. Well, everyone, thank you so much for being here and for listening. Uh, we'll be back. Oh, God, big week. We've got more Beverly Hills. We've got Salt Lake City premiere. We've got Southern Charm finale. It's huge. We are re- recapping all of it. So just stay tuned and we will catch you on the next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye. Watch What Crappens would like to thank its premium sponsors. Ain't no thing like Alison King. Ashley Savoni, she don't take no baloney. She's not just a Sheila, she's a Daniela. Itchels. Dana C. 
Dana do. Sarah Greenwood, she only uses her power for good. Erin McNicholas, she don't miss no trickleus. Hava Nagila Weber. Jamie, she has no last namey. Sipped some scotch with Jessica Trotch. Just saying, okay. Kristen the Piston Anderson. She's always supplying, it's Kelly Ryan. Megan Berg, you can't have a burger without the Berg. Let's give a kisserino to Lisa Lino. There ain't no problem that Sarah Salvia can't solve ya. The Bay Area Betches, Betches. And our super premium sponsors. Somebody get us 10 cc's of Betsy MD. Always the wiser is Allison Weasler. We're taking the gold with Brenda Silva. Erica, 500 days of summers. She's the queen bee, it's Sarah Lemke. The incredible edible Matthew sisters. Hail the cork master, the master of the cork, it's Jennifer Corcoran. Don't get salty with Christine Pepper. Let's go on a bender with Lauren Fender. My favorite Murdo, Karen McMurdo. Nobody holds a candle to Jamie Kendall. Better do what she says. It's Elva Enriquez. Give him hell, Miss Noel. Can't have a meal without the Emily sides. We want to hang with Liz Lang. Shannon out of a cannon, Anthony. Let's take off with Tamla Plain. She ain't no shrinking Violet Kuchar. We love you guys. <laughs>